Welcome to episode 13 of the Marketing Matters podcast and uh, welcome back after um, the summer break. Uh, I'm here again as usual with uh, David Wright, uh, my fellow podcast presenter. Good afternoon everybody. And uh, today we're going to be talking about, well it's basically we've been, been, we're always having discussions because me and David are are slightly different in this around the question of the importance of processes in a business Um, because I'm very much of belief that in a small business agility is key to delivering competitive advantage whereas David is is more on the sort of the process front and so we just thought we'd have a bit of a discussion about that. So um, do you want to kick us off with why you think processes are so important? Well, I think without process, you come in and you don't know what you're doing every day. You've you've got to. Uh, I mean, I think there's a, there's a nice side to to running your own business that you can make a decision. Yeah, I think I think I want to do this. Or I think I want to go that way. And there's nobody to stop you going on and doing it. And okay, it's on on your head whether you make a success of it or not. And it's up to you to drive it through. But um, it is quite an exciting thing just to be able to launch in a particular direction. But, but you, I mean, you say it's an exciting thing, but don't you think that's actually one of the the key things that gives small businesses their competitive advantage over big businesses in the fact that. You know, as you say, you can work in a Monday, on a Monday and think, "Oh, that's a really good idea," and by Friday you can have it implemented. And whereas, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, th- I think you're right. But I think that the other side of a business is that there are elements to a business which you just have to keep doing. Um, if I mean, we could we could go off on one. I'm not going to just now about how important marketing is, and you've just got to keep doing marketing. But really, we are talking. Uh, focusing particularly on the sort of the marketing and business development process and and developing the the sort of capabilities within the uh, the business and i think that's where being agile can be essential because you know if you, if you're competing against the big boys they they're always going to be they're going to be able to outspend you they've got more resources than you but the thing that they can't do is do things quickly they tend to because of their size and the processes that they have involved they can't uh, just come in oh that's an idea and and move it forward very quickly they, there are processes they've got to go through to get that out there into the marketplace and I think so that's where making sure that the um, the agility of a business is there to be able to deliver that competitive advantage to be able to get in there before the big boys is you know I think if you don't do that you, you're really going to struggle. Yeah but um, I think when you start talking about agility and getting out there and doing stuff it tends to all be about trying to deliver to customers so what the focus is is on making sure that uh, you're you're dealing with your customers and the problem is that unless you've got good processes to make sure that the delivery to your customers is is done efficiently then the the whole idea of marketing your business just kind of slips by the wayside because if you don't do any marketing today it doesn't really make any difference today or tomorrow Um, and so it's an easy thing not to do and the only person who gets hurt by not doing any marketing is yourself and your own business and I think that's where to to assume that marketing is just going to happen is just doesn't work and and you that's an area where where having a process that you that is part of your business that just gets done um, is a way of making marketing a, a more central element. I think, I think maybe we're, we're we're sort of getting confused between process and structure because I totally agree that um, you know you need structure 
in your and even well, what do you think the difference is i think there is i think it's it's about the i guess it's about where the focus is i mean i, I think a structure I, I wrote a post on our blog a while ago around the sort of the planning process and i had this sort of i came up with this this idea of the, the best way to do planning is to do stuff and iterate so you basically rather than planning to the end of the world you actually start doing what you're going to do see what the impact is and then go back and rethink it and i think that's that's what i would see a structure there's a structure in in having uh, the fact that you're doing you're not just doing things blindly you are actually doing them in a, in a thoughtful way and actually thinking about the impact and, and adapting them but they but actually what you are doing is is not sort of constrained by by that process the process is actually supporting what you're doing rather than uh, the other way around yeah, but I, th- I think you, 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 there's a danger there that um, by by focusing on the, the the flexibility and forgive me, but making it up as you go along a little bit, there is a tendency that you will focus on the bits you like doing, and there are elements of a business that people don't like doing, and they tend to be more mundane and they tend to be harder work, and you tend to have to think about them more, and. If there isn't a in your structure, as you put it, if there if there aren't drivers to make sure that that stuff, which is very important, um, actually happens, then it doesn't happen. And if it doesn't happen, then you can get away with it for a while. But there comes a point that you suddenly find yourself backed right into a corner, and and that can be very painful and sometimes fatal for a business. But I think the in terms of the actual delivery for. Uh, for customers and, and the, the sort of development and promotion of your uh, your offering, I think agility is key. But I mean, the the issue I think is that, as, and I think you mentioned earlier, that the danger with that is it just becomes. I mean, ultimately you're in business to make a profit, and the danger is if you're just making it up as you go along, it becomes very costly and, and very. Um, well, I think I think you just you get yourself out of the corner that I was uh, I was referring to a bit ago by paying somebody else to get you out. I mean, you talk about accounts. I mean, there are many, many companies who just mm. do not do accounts. And then once a year, they go to their accountant, were armed with a, a box or whatever, full of bits of paper and who knows what, and expects the accountant to sort them out. Now, you know, that can be bread and butter for accountants, and, and it's what a lot of them do. But you'll pay for it. So uh, it's it's a very expensive way of, of fixing the problem. Whereas if you've got a process that you just keep on top of it on an ongoing basis, it's much more efficient. Yeah. And uh, we've got back to accounts again. And I don't think there's any dispute that accounts need a process. But what, what I think what I'm trying to get to is the fact that outside of those things that, I mean, accounts is the obvious one. When you're looking at the actual development of your business and the, the marketing of your business, that it is, I think there is that balance between uh, you don't need a process to do that. You need a structure to, to make sure it doesn't just uh, go out. And I think you do need processes to, uh, to make it more efficient. But I think what you, the way I look at it is that you, sh- you, you maybe need to do it in a, a sort of a, cycl- a cyclical way. There's a point where you're focusing on growth and there you can be more agile and not worry so much about costs. But then your costs are going to get out of, of control. You're potentially not going to make any money. So that at some point you have got to say, well, hang on, we need to get these costs under control. And then you've got to start focusing on processes and how can you maximize what you've done and actually make them more efficient and more, more profitable. And when you do that, the, the focus moves off growth onto the processes 
uh, and so the gross will shrink, but your profitability will go up. And hope, but uh, that then becomes a cycle that once you've got your costs under control, you can then move back into a process where you're thinking, focusing more on growth, being more agile. So it's not about, for me, it's not about sort of you're either agile or you've got processes. It's about this cycle of where you're focusing. Are you focusing on the growth and the ability to be agile or are you focusing on the processes and profitability? And ultimately it becomes a sort of a, a cycle through which you develop sustainable growth. I, I, I would suggest that maybe a better way of looking at it is to actually try and run them both more in parallel. I mean, you're sort of suggesting you can do one, then you can do the other, then you can do the first one again. But I think that... The danger is, it's in my experience, it's a lot easier to spend money than it is to earn it. And so when, when you're in your agile spending money phase, you've got to be careful that if, if that's the way you're doing it, that you rein yourself in before it's too late. Um, because if you run out of money, I don't care how focused on process you're going to be, you're not going to have a business to, and, to and, put a process in. And ultimately, you have got to, I mean, one point I was going to make is that we talked about that it needs to be structured and you need to have so and i think it needs to be done within the context of a plan as well so there is an element of an ir irony in here that to, i think to be agile successfully you have to do it within the context of a, a structure and a process but that process needs to be a, a sort of a, a macro process that that is managing the the system and that is is driving the system so so the, the processes are working for you you for rather than you working for the process I, I, th I think i think you're you're suggesting that um a process is something that actually is is um retrogressive it's it's not helpful and you're just doing it because you've got a bit of paper that says that's well, what I th you I do think, i think if you're trying to be agile i don't think processes are that helpful because they will if you're not careful they will stifle it and the reason why the big boys take so long to do anything is because they are driven by their processes and they cannot do anything yeah. without doing that so it's about it's about that balance well if, you, if it comes the, down to it who is more successful the big boys are pretty successful. Yeah, but the big boys were once small boys, and I think... Not necessarily. Usually. In I, I, no, I, th I think you look at a lot of the big companies, and they have come out of, okay, you get a few that, that particularly in recently with tech and what have you, where there have been startups, um, and they've started with a couple of guys working in a garage or what have you, but I think they are very much, there's a difference there, that they are bringing something really new and unique to to the world. And even there, their success comes often from huge investment where for months or even years, they're making a loss as they grow their business and build their, build their processes. So I think that's, it's, you, it's, you can't really compare that with your average SME business who um, isn't sitting there with millions of pounds of investors' money in the bank. And, you know, they borrow money to buy a machine and then they've got to work that machine to make sure that it, uh, it pays off the, the, the loan that bought it in the first place. Yeah, I, and I think, but I, I still th go back to this idea of, you're right, that um, the big boys may be seen as the successful ones, but ultimately, uh, if you want to, my, the point I'm trying to make is that if you want to compete with those people, you have to have some other competitive advantage. And I think that competitive advantage comes out of agility. As long as the agility is managed by structure, because if you just keep going off on one, I oh, think... And I don't think we, we don't disagree. I think it has to be structured. And I think it's about the, uh, the, the, the fact, as I said, it's about are the structures 
are you, are you working for the for the processes and the structures, or are they working for you? Oh, totally. I, I mean, I, I think that you know this all seems to have been a bit more feisty than normal, but that's all right. <laughs> um, but I think, and and I I, I guess I guess that you were saying that you're an agile person and I'm a process person. I think I don't think that is the case. I think it's that you see process as a millstone, and therefore it's something to be avoided. <laughs> Can't disagree and, with that. <laughs> and and I see process as something to constantly be refined but still be a process i mean i think one of my my favorite sayings to myself when i'm doing something i really don't want to be doing is there's got to be a better way of doing this and i think that that's where i'm coming from that that a process is about finding that better way and constantly trying to refine it but not just making it up from scratch every time you've got you've got something you're working with but if you if you think it's it's not working as well as you might then you try and I mean you talked about iterating you you iterate mm. the refinements of it but you've still got that process that you um you keep pushing with and and to be honest if you can't think of anything better than tough you've got to keep doing yeah. it that way and and I think there is I mean there's there is always going to be a tension there's the classic tension and I think this uh, is where it comes from the classic tension in businesses between mark where people have marketing functions and finance functions there is always a tension uh, I mean I've worked in the corporate world and there was always a tension between the finance people and the marketing people um, and and I think that that's where this comes from in that they come from very different rules uh, different ways and actually the real success comes where you can marry them together and get these two, the sort of the balance right between uh, being flexible and agile and um, and meeting your customers and delivering value to your customers, but doing it in a structured and process-driven way that actually delivers some profit. We we are basically in agreement, but I think you you see uh, you see process as a threat, and I see it as an opportunity. But we have both recognise the importance of it. Yeah. Well, I think we'll we'll leave it there, and we'll leave it there with our our uh, a normal idea of some some tips as to if you want to try and sort of marry this uh, or, or balance the, these two seemingly conflicting things. What do you think the first thing you should do is? Uh, uh, to actually I, I'll just I'll just repeat what I, what I said a couple of minutes ago. I think if you're doing something that's an important part of your business and you you're not enjoying yourself, then ask yourself: Is there a better way of doing this? But it's not an excuse to stop doing it. I think you've still got to do it. But if you can find a better way, then it's a win-win. And and I'd say that even if you are sort of focusing on trying to be agile and and make sure you are sort of delivering best for your customers. Do that in a structured way and don't just, you know, have some sort of plan and some sort of um, process. Yes, uh, there is an irony there. You do need a process to manage that um, that situation. So make sure that you're doing that and you know if you're doing things, why you're doing them. And I think finally, you talk about a plan there. I think that, again, this is something that remarkably few people do, but make sure you have a plan that is written down and make sure you do refer to it. You don't need to refer to it every week, but at least once a month, once a quarter, just remind yourself what you said you were going to do. And if you've made adaptions and you're happy to that, then change the plan or update the plan, but make sure you've got a, a reference. On that, I can totally agree. So I think we shall leave it there. That's it for this week. Um, if you want to know more in the meantime, uh, you'll find more information on our blog, bsamarketing.com. Um, you'll find back uh, 
editions of the podcast on podcast.bsamarketing.com and you'll also find us on Twitter. So until next time, happy marketing. And uh, welcome to the autumn.